Alrighty, folks, welcome to episode 48 of Do Not Worry. I'm your host, Anthony, coming to you once again from the heart of Beirut in We're joined by my two lovely interns, Noor and Elijah. Interns, how's it going? It's going fine. Yeah, it's doing yeah, good. Thank it's you. been a while since I've sat next to Noor. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a reunion. Uh, what, what you guys been up to? Elijah, you told me you've been playing some Elden Ring. If. You are? If. Is it good? It's amazing. I'm making time. I had annual leave in Haryan Lalaba. See, I did that for Red Dead Redemption. So uh, I've never played any of the Souls games. They scare me too much. Plus, I'm going to have like a brain aneurysm when I'm playing them. But this one is tempting me. I'm not going to lie. Like looking, watching it, looking like seeing all the reviews, all the 10 out of 10 scores. Uh, and I'm, I, I love open world games, but I've just I've had I've played too many open world games recently, riding too many horses between Red Dead Redemption and, and Horizon and the Ghost of Tsushima. Like I'm sick of grass. I'm sick of riding horses. So I'm currently playing Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like a linear story game. I have a couple of other shorter story based games to play. Then I'm going to look into maybe getting Elden Ring and getting my ass kicked, but it just looks way too good. So, yeah, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Folks, as you might, as you can tell, I'm wearing a Do Not Worry hoodie. So is Elijah. Noor has one as well, but we didn't, we didn't tell her to wear it. Elijah wore it without telling me. I was, just, I was just wearing this to, like, ask you guys in the comments if you guys would be interested in buying Do Not Worry merch. If we ever made some and released it, I made a few just for me and the crew right here. We got some exclusive pieces of merch. But if you guys would like to have one of these hoodies, maybe a crew neck, maybe a hat, maybe a T-shirt... Let me know in the comments if you guys are into this. If you guys would drop some cash to support your favorite YouTube channel. Also, while you're leaving a comment, while you're watching the episode, if you feel like, damn, I'm liking this episode. I'm liking this video. Hit the like button, folks. Support this channel. Your engagement. Hashtag engagement. We're not going to do the thing. Don't, don't worry. It's very helpful. You know, we appreciate your help. We're trying to grow this channel to 6,000 subscribers, 7,000. So also, if you've not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Become a Do Not Warrior. Help us get to 10K subscribers. Okay. Uh, patrons, folks, we have some amazing patrons that support this channel on a weekly and monthly basis. We love our patrons. And time to say thank you. A quick thank you to a lot of our lovely patrons. Patrons like Jadventure. We love you, buddy. Always will. Uh, some other awesome Patrons like Joseph Sarkis, Noor Jabour, Stephanie Rizza, Enzo S, Badsby, Mark Kiwan, uh, Malik Kalash, The Network LB, Darkwing Duck, and some superhero patrons like Saadam Naime, uh, Hanye West, uh, Rasha Aude, Ziad Ashar, Jad Termansi, Fadi Mukarzil, Muerzil, I forget, Mukarzil. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you. If you guys would like to support us on Patreon, help me support my interns and pay their salaries, folks. Check the link in the description. Find what tier is right for you. I, I try to drop as many exclu exclusive videos as I can on there. I don't always have time, but we dropped a couple ones uh, this month. So check it out. Well, we got a lot of interesting topics for you guys this week, folks. We're going to be talking about... Uh, we shot in a video with Nareg, the, the barber from Birsh Hamoud. He's a TikToker that we've talked about a few times on the show. So we'll talk about that. I'm, I promised you guys I was going to talk about NFTs, but in my own way. I was going to talk about NFTs from the perspective of the comic book industry, of like what speculative industries, sort of how they crash and stuff like that. So I'm going to give you guys my own why I don't like NFTs, but I'm going to, you know, hit it from a comic book perspective. Uh, Amy B. Bobby, the, our favorite hip-hop artist, I guess, dropped a new crazy single on YouTube. So we're going to check that out. We got Hair Zone LB, this crazy, crazy TikTok account where they do like crazy shit with hair. So we're going to look at that. Um, the interns are going to react to a Camille Asma prank from like the 90s. And uh, we're going to talk, we're going to do some Pokemon Smasher Pass, folks. 
which Pokemon are you willing to smash and which ones are we going to pass on? That is like, it's a new trend that I think was started by Markiplier on, um, on YouTube and a couple other things. Well, okay, let's get on with the show. Before we get going with like the other main topics, just wanted to give you guys a heads up or a, an update on one of the videos that we're currently working on. So we went and visited Nareg at his barber shop Mai Tai in Birshamut. For those of you who don't know who Nareg is, he is a very popular TikToker. Um, we've, we talked about him on the first TikTok cringe special. The first time I talked about Nareg, I'm not going to lie, I did not have very nice things to say. And if you guys don't know who he is, here is a TikTok to you know just refresh your memory. لا يا حبيبي ما حزرت مش مفكر حالي مهضوم غلط متأكد اني مهضوم هو بس عينه وردي 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 هو بس عينه وردي Alright so that is our boy Nareg So um I I'm I'm on a course to um I'm on a quest to I don't know We talk a lot about cringe on this podcast It's easy to find weird funny cringy videos and point at them and kind of laugh together Not in a mean spirited way but you know cringe is cringe but I don't know, ever since doing the Shada documentary, I've, I've gotten this, I've gotten addicted to the, the drug of, of getting to know these TikTokers on a personal level because they're very, sometimes they're not very different than, than what they are on their TikToks. But I don't know, there's just something weird and trippy and fun about just meeting these people in real life. And honestly, like Nareg ended up being such a nice dude. Like he honestly, he invited all of us out to lunch. Um, he bought all of our food. He was extremely generous with his time. Like we were there for like five hours in his barbershop. He had customers coming in. He was still like down to film. He gave us a lot of his time. I don't know. He was a very, just a very nice dude in general. Now, look, he might be problematic. He may have done some things in the past, folks. You know, I'm telling you the time that I spent with him. But he was, he was a nice guy. And I think that's what I like the most about doing these special projects, whether it's the Shada documentary or just spending a day with, with Nareg to, to shoot like a one-off kind of weird video. Um, you get to see a different side of these people. You get to put a face to the person and like, does it make me, it makes me maybe not want to react as much to maybe other TikTokers because I kind of, it makes, it makes me feel like an asshole being like shitty to them behind this computer screen. And then in real life, they're just kind of just chill to hang out. But I don't want to overthink it too much. Did, how did you guys feel about, you know, hanging out with Nadeg for a day? It was really surprising meeting him. I didn't expect that Abaddon. He's super nice, super nice. Uh, being around him was really fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a very cool guy. Uh, like, I just know. Genuinely cool. Like, insane. I won't like this person when you meet him. But when we met him, he's very like. Yeah, you, you would think, I know, he has a huge ego or something. Yeah, but, he but he's very down to earth. Very down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got some, some quirks and stuff. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. But, like, yeah, he definitely, like, his persona on TikTok the super ultra was it he's not really like that all the time he just plays it up but yeah i, I i'm interested in doing more of these videos um, as you guys know we are trying to get a conversation going with joseph midhib to do something with him down the line hopefully but i hope you guys like this video we're going to start editing it this week hopefully and fingers crossed you guys will get it next week but yeah keep an eye out for that and if you like it uh we'll try to do more of these smaller like not long documentaries but like shorter projects shorter videos um i'd be interested in that NFTs, folks, I hate this topic. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. NFTs, crypto, I hate talking about it because, first of all, I have a lot of friends who are into NFTs and crypto. So if you guys are watching, we have patrons who are into NFTs and crypto. So if you guys are watching also, no disrespect. I love you guys. I love everyone. I'm not, I'm not here to say that people who are into crypto or NFTs are all idiots or are scammers, etc. A lot of people know what they're getting themselves into, which is essentially gambling. And if you know that, 
and you're cool with that, then hey, that's on you. Have fun with your money. Try to make more money off of it. Um, and it's a very complicated topic to talk about. I, I'm no financial expert. I'm not a technology expert. But most of my reference, I watched this amazing video that was recommended to me by Danny, uh, my friend Danny. Uh, it's called uh, The Problem with NFTs, and it is by Folding Ideas. It's on YouTube. It has over 6 million views at this point. It's over two hours long, so it is incredibly in-depth and detailed. And the host does a really, really, really good job of breaking down why cryptocurrency is a very bad sort of financial system or replacement for the current financial system. It is extremely imperfect. The people behind it are not to be trusted. Um, it's basically not going anywhere good. And NFTs are also just this other sort of, they're an excuse for cryptocurrency to exist and for people to use their cryptocurrency. Now, again, if you're going to ask me a bunch of technical questions, I'm going to refer you to that video because he does a much better job than I ever will able, be able to do in explaining what NFTs are. But what I do know is that the NFT industry is all based on speculation. It's a speculative industry. It's a bubble that is ready to burst. And the one thing I can point to, because something similar, I, I've been selling comic books since 2015. So I am a comic book expert, you could say. I've been in the business of selling and trading comic books for over seven years. In the 90s, the comic book industry had a massive crash. And there was a bubble that basically burst and thousands of comic book stores went out of business. They closed down all because of speculation, which is essentially what NFTs are. The only value NFTs have is based on speculation. There's no real value there. What am I talking about? Let me just try to explain. So let's do this five minute story time with Anthony and learn about the comic book crash of the 90s and why you can draw some parallels with NFTs today. So in the 90s, um, there were a lot of news stories of like people, these old women or these old men who would find old comic books in their basements and you'd hear stories like this woman found an old Spider-Man comic and sold it for $100,000 or this man found a Superman comic and sold it for a million dollars because old comic books that were published in the 50s and the 60s are rare to find nowadays, like physically, to physically hold an old copy of like the first Spider-Man issue. It's very hard to find, so they're very valuable. If someone finds an old like one of the first Spider-Man appearances in very good condition, it's going to be worth a lot of money because you simply cannot find them. So once all these stories of people selling their old comics for a lot of money started to become more and more popular and more and more prevalent in the 90s, people started to want to buy more comics. They're like, oh shit, if these people are selling their old comics for money, what if I buy a comic book today, then I'll be able to sell it for a lot of money in like five or 10 years. Now, what kind of comics sell for a lot of money? For example, I'm holding right here Fantastic Four, uh, number 52. This is the first ever appearance of the Black Panther. This is the first time Black Panther ever appears in a comic book. This issue is worth a lot of money. Um, it's worth, it could be worth thousands of dollars in pristine condition. Why is it worth a lot of money? Well, because it's very hard to find the first appearance of Black Panther. It just physically does not exist. And if it does, it's usually in bad condition because it's very old. This came out in 1966. So if someone tells you that this is worth thousands of dollars, it makes sense. You know, it's a very popular character, historic character, um, and it's his first appearance. So other than like old rare issues, what, what issues are usually worth a lot? Well, like we said, when a, first, when a popular character first appears, that issue is usually expensive. When a popular character dies, that, usually, that issue is usually also worth a lot of money. Sometimes there are very famous artists like Jack Kirby. If they draw a very famous cover, maybe the issue with that cover, with the Jack Kirby art, is worth a lot of money. So there's a reason for these things to be worth a lot of money. And again, they're usually rare. They're scarce. You can't find them. So in the 90s, Comic book stores started to sell a lot more comics and 
people like us, they were seeing the news. They're like, holy shit, this guy sold a comic book for $100,000. I'm going to go to my local comic book store and I'm going to buy a whole bunch of comic books. Maybe those are going to become worth a lot of money. So what happened? People started buying more and more comics when a new issue like this one, this is a Venom issue from the 90s, okay? It's the Mace. It's part one of three. This is like a number one. So people would start to buy like five of these, one for them to keep and the four extra ones to sell later. That was all based on speculation. You know, people speculating that if I buy this now, it's going to be worth a lot. What was the problem? They were printing millions of these issues. There were millions of this Venom number one out in print. So it didn't matter how many you bought and kept, you know, in secret to sell later. They weren't going to be worth a lot of money because there were millions of these in print. Unlike the old Fantastic Four issue, there aren't a lot of these in print. So this is always going to be worth a lot of money. So people were stocking up on comics, especially 90s comics. Tons of comics. Every time like a number one would come out, people would buy tons of them. Uh, Marvel and DC started to take advantage of the situation and they would release alternate special covers. So there would be a normal cover like this one. Then a special gold foil, gold foil cover that shines or like, is holographic just to, to get people to buy more and more of these issues. Well, soon after that, people realized that all these comics were buying were worthless. They would try to sell them back, but the value wouldn't go up. Why? Because Millions of other people were doing the same thing. Everyone was buying 20 of these issues and like shoving them in a drawer at home, hoping that the value would go up. Well, the value never went up because there is no value here. It's, it's artificially created value. It's speculation. People hoping that the value is going to go up are just buying these in the hopes to sell them to some other sucker later down the line. So what ended up happening? people stopped buying comic books and comic book stores that had massive inventories of these comics couldn't sell them. So they had all of this inventory that they bought from Marvel and DC and they just couldn't sell them. So tons of comic book stores started to go out of business and the industry crashed in the 90s because that bubble, that speculative bubble, that whatever comic you buy, you're going to be able to sell it for a lot more down the line just ended up not being true. NFTs today remind me of these comics from the 90s. For example, this picture of a monkey right here. Why is this worth like however much this costs, like tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars? This is like, you know what I mean? The art is irrelevant. It has no significance. It's just hype. It's just speculation. It's just influencers getting on applications being like, you need to buy these now before they sell out. It's FOMO, fear of missing out. And they're getting people who don't have money to invest in these things, thinking that they're going to sell them to make money later. Now, if you already have money, if you have disposable income and you want to have fun, try to buy an NFT to try to sell it for more money later, and you have that disposable money to lose, then go for it. Have fun. But don't try to convince people who don't have a lot of money that this is a legitimate way of making money because they're going to end up losing all of their money. That's, that's, my, that's kind of the warning that I want to give you. And, and by the way, I'm not telling you to like, sh I'm not shitting on NFT so that you guys go buy comic books thinking that this is the right investment. Don't do that either. It's very rare for you to buy a comic and for the value to actually go up. And, and actually, I even made that mistake a few years ago. Like, I'll, I'll be real with you guys and I'll admit, as a comic book seller, I made the mistake of selling comics to people that weren't worth a lot of money, but I would tell them that it might become worth a lot of money. I might be forgetting some stuff. And in the mid 2010s, like in 2014, 2015, when I started to sell comics, the comic book industry tried to pull the same shit they did in the 90s again with something called variant covers. They would release tons of variant covers to get collectors to buy more and more of them again to artificially inflate the value. But I'm not saying that new comics can't be worth any money. For example, Spider-Gwen, when Gwen Stacy becomes Spider-Man, her first appearance came out in 2014. That issue today is worth 
like $1,000. That is an issue that came out just a few years ago. It's worth, it could be worth more than the first appearance of Black Panther in some cases. So there are still exceptions. There are going to be some NFTs that come out that are worth something. You know what I mean? So there are always exceptions to the rule. And again, people are going to use the when people try to defend NFTs, they go like, don't you want artists to be able to sell their art online and make money and make a living? Absolutely, I do. But that's not what NFTs are right now. That's not what people are buying. What the fuck is up with this monkey? What is artistic about this monkey? What is the value behind this picture or the other thousands of other just the same image of the same monkey with just like different glasses or something? I don't know. Again, it's, it's through a process called minting. They're AI generated. So it's not really an artist doing this. It, it's even to me that makes it even worse and that makes it even less valuable again this is worth money because this is this is fucking black panther's first fucking appearance yo okay okay so that is my problem with nfts it's kind of a scam people are trying to convince people who don't have money that they can make millions of dollars by just getting into the nft game when that's not the case you know you know how, how shitty the nft system is you could literally you could literally put out an nft for sale and you could make an offer on your own nft just create another digital wallet you go and bid on your own NFT to make other people think that it has a higher value than it actually has. Like imagine I put this out for sale and I ask for 10 bucks, then I bid on my own item and I bid 30 bucks for it just to make it look like people are, like that's what people do with NFTs. So just be careful before you get into it. Watch that video, I cannot recommend it enough. The problem with NFTs from folding ideas, watch it, it's two hours, it's worth your time. If you guys want to come at me, okay, in the comments, please do it respectfully. I know the NFT topic and crypto is a, is a touchy subject, and I'm not accusing anyone of being of ripping people off or anything like that. But don't come at me and don't argue comic books with me, okay? That's that's what I do, okay? It's in my blood, baby. All right. We have a new song from Amy B. Bobby. I forgot what was the name of her last song. Party till I die. Chin up high. Chin up high. Party till I die with my chin. So she's back with a new single. Uh, called Bosalina. Now, Elijah sent this to me and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I want to react to this because A, she's, the copyright is going to take away my $17 from this video. I don't want to get a copyright strike. But also, I felt like she was just going to probably try too hard to recreate the magic. Because like the first one was lightning in a bottle. You can't like those songs come one every hundred years. You know what I mean? Every artist has one really big hit in them and then everything else is just like bullshit, in my opinion. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, so I was like, uh, I don't know if the song's actually worth commenting on. Then I started to play it, and it was actually pretty good. It started off, I'm like, uh, but gotta, I gotta admit, song's pretty fire. It's pretty tight. So uh, let's react to it. Guess who's here again? Amy B. Bobby, motherfuckers. Yeah. So I wasn't feeling it here, but. There goes our monetization. Amy. Enjoy our 20 bucks. I'm 
not feeling it as much as I did the first time. I don't know. I like the bitch I'm a Bosselina part and like the music is really strong. But the, seeing it a second time, it, I don't know. Let's continue. problem is the song is like genuinely good like the music is like legitimately good it's not like funny her face is funny the other one was like just hor a horrible song but it was great but because it, it was like really bad this is actually like good i'm like what do you what do you guys think Anna, i really like the music i don't like her but i like the music i like her personality Anna, I, like I like her she's such a weirdo no Anna, like i i can only imagine the filming music video yeah, like that. <laughs> I would. So fun. I would love to honestly like spend a day with her and shoot like a weird ass interview or something. Like that. She stuck to her roots and the music video for some random black guys behind there. She did the same thing. Yeah, like fa same facial expressions. Hata one lens colored one idea. Yeah, I'm loving the facial expressions. I'm loving the attitude. Like that's what I like about her the most is just the, the fucking attitude. But I think the song like I'm, if I'm at a party. Like, I would play this for people to actually, like, enjoy. The other one, I'd want them to, like, just laugh yeah, at. Yeah, you'd bother them. The maybe. music is really good. Yeah. yeah really, like, good job. Whoever the producer is, like, damn, you know? <laughs> Hair Zone LB. Now, a bunch of people, a bunch of y'all viewers whom we love sent me all this Hair Zone LB stuff on Instagram. At first, I was kind of like... They're trying too hard. Like, this, they're clearly doing this for TikTok. Like, none of this is... There's no ounce of truth in this. You know what I mean? Like, they're... It's literally, they're just doing this for the views. It's this weird barbershop. They do, they go like super extreme with their weird TikToks and using weird products on people's hair. Like I've seen TikTokers where like they light someone's hair on fire and shit. I've not seen this stuff. So I don't know what mileage you guys are going to get out of this, but like check it out. So this is Hairzone LB, the new craze that's taken over Lebanese social media. Halibubet. So yeah, I don't know what the fuck this is. Obviously, I, like you, you've all heard of people like using eggs for their hair. Like egg is a very common ingredient in a lot of shampoos. Actually, like eggs have a lot of like good properties for the hair, whatever. But like, what the fuck is this? Like milk, and he put like chocolate pudding on his head at yeah, some it's point. Yeah, yogurt. He put like some yogurt. So like, it's 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 like weird, and it gets people's attention. But like. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Ear cigarette part two. <laughs> Where's part one, Mamnarif? Here's head part two. Like, my bro, this is this is so sahif. Like, if there were like the people who light other people's hair on fire, like there's a thing like my wife like like there's 
there's a reason for it. Like, hey, they be to Like, you can't even fool us into thinking this is helping. So, like, there's just nothing funny about this. There's like nothing fun. Mom, why this stuff is so popular? Like, if it's just because it's it's not even cringy funny. Like, there's cringy stuff that makes you cringe. This is just like shufi. This is beer. There's a, there's beer on a customer. It's a child. I don't think that's a beer, that's not The music is fucking horrible too. I'm not They're not even good haircuts. Yeah, ah, the snail one. Hey, dude, this one was very popular. This was probably one of the more extreme things. I don't know, man. What I, if you guys want to hit up a barbershop, go to Mai Tai and Burj Hamoud, baby. Our, our good friend, that egg. Get your haircut there, man. None of that nonsense. None of these snails. I don't know. This is, I really don't find this funny. This is when someone tries too hard. It just, it, uh, there's, he's not genuine. Like, wh why is Joseph Shada funny? Why is Joseph Midhip funny? Because they don't really know that they're funny. They don't really know that what they're doing can be interpreted as, as funny. Like, they're very sincere when they're doing it. Uh, they're genuine, and that's why it's funny. When someone is just trying to end up on the trending TikTok page, you know it's just like, you know? Uh, he reminds me of Dr. Food. Kind of like Dr. Food, yeah, but Dr. Food is smarter in terms of, yeah, and he knows how to cause controversies and get people angry at him. So he has that. The hoodie is just like random shit, ala. Just random shit. But the audience can tell. Like, Anna, I wouldn't follow these guys on TikTok because I would follow other, other like, cringier creators. Folks, when you guys tune in to Do Not Worry, you tune in for our hard-hitting coverage, political analysis. You know, this is this is that kind of show. And we're here to talk about Ukraine. The Ukraine, okay? Russia's been attacking President Putin, Vladimir Putin. Uh, you know, it's been raining terror on the good, blonde, blue-eyed people of Ukraine. And the international media uh, has its panties in a twist. They, they don't know how to react to this. They're not used to seeing whites, you know, blondes, Running for their lives, afraid, hiding in, in metro stations. And it's heartbreaking. Our hearts are with the people of Ukraine. This is a horrible war. War is horrible. You know, boomers love war. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, put a millennial or a Gen Z, a Zoomer in power. Why the fuck would we start wars, man? We're too busy doing other shit. But anyways, uh, check this reporter out. Uh, this lady was from, I guess, CNBC or NBC. Listen to what she had to say about her shock. Just to put it bluntly, these are not refugees from Syria. These are refugees from uh, neighboring Ukraine. And that, quite frankly, is part of it. These are um, Christians, they're white, they're, um, they're very similar to people, I mean, people who live in Poland. Like the, and she said everything except like those, at least not fucking Arabs. Like the, normally they'll try to dance around these things. They'll like hint that they're racist. They're straight up like, they're white. They have blue eyes. We can't handle this. Like, that's crazy. And that's, she's not the only one. We got this other motherfucker. Where is he from? CBS. Look at this motherfucker. 
now with the Russians marching in, it's changed uh, the calculus entirely. Uh, tens of thousands of people have tried to uh, flee the city. There will be many more. People are hiding out in bomb shelters. But this isn't a place, with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan that has seen... Anytime someone says, with all due respect, you know something fucked up is about to come out of their mouth seen conflict raging for decades. You know, this is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen. So it's partly human nature, but they are not in denial. And that's him choosing his words carefully. He thought about this shit. He's like, let me try to make this sound as non-racist as I can. And then he fucking blurted that out. This guy is Ukrainian. This guy, this guy they're about to watch, is the fucking, I wrote his thing down. This guy is the uh, deputy chief prosecutor. Uh, he's called David whatever the fuck here. Me, I'm sorry. It's really emotional for me because I see European people with blue eyes and blonde hair being killed. Children being killed every day with Putin's missiles and but his I, helicopters and his rockets. And so, of course, if I... he had brown hair, if he had brown eyes, fuck them. Kill blue them. eyes? They're pure purity. <laughs> Blue eyes mean purity. We're dirty. We're disgusting. Look at me. I got, I got my brown eyes, my, my beard. We're, we're gross. Ew, you guys disgust me. I should have hired Aryan interns. Yeah, but this is like, like they're not even trying to dance, to tiptoe around. Like, they're white. They got blue eyes. We're panicking. Like, you guys remember the coverage with Palestine and Israel? Like, if, if, if Palestinians are defending their homes, they're terrorists, they're crazy animals. When a Ukrainian defends their home, he's a hero! Look at them! Look at these whites with their blue eyes defending their homes! Look, literally, they had, bro, the news, like, live on TV. They were showing Ukrainians making Molotov cocktails. Like, essentially, they had a live workshop for making Molotov cocktails uh, on television. Imagine these people were Palestinians making Molotov cocktails. What would have the, the, uh, the title of that article would have been? It would have been, look at these terrorists. Terrorists making Molotov cocktails. When you got white Ukrainians doing it, freedom fighters fighting for their honor and fighting for their land. It's just fucked up, man. We're not asking for special treatment. We're just asking for equal treatment. We just want to be, you know, I know I'm brown. I know I got a black beard. I know I got some brown eyes. My interns do too. It doesn't make us any less valuable. We're worth the same as these people. You know what I mean? So, and then Twitter, you know, Twitter, Twitter is a fun thing. Twitter, man, people freak out about everything. So people were getting mad at the reporting, and then people are getting mad at people for getting mad. Like, here's a tweet, and I follow both of these people, so I'm not, like, not hating. This is Mirnaj. Uh, so that was her tweet. Can we stop pretending to be shocked by the double standards of Europe? Of course they're going to favor white Christian immigrants over dark-looking Muslims from other countries or continents. Us Lebanese in particular should keep our mouths shut anyway. There are none more racist than we are. Well, that's true. Lebanese people are very racist, but like, I don't think, like, the, what aboutism? If we get into what aboutism, you we're never, you never, um, it never ends really, because everyone's done something fucked up in the past. And then we had a quote. Someone quote tweeted her, uh, Inedit or Francesca underscore PPP. She's like, no one is shocked. We condemn the actions and point them out instead of shutting up, which is a fair point. And then you had other tweets going like, ah, look at these people arguing about this. It's funny. Like Twitter is all over the place. But anyways, like I. It is pretty fucked up. I mean, yeah, we're used to this, but like it, seeing it said so bluntly, like literally like mask off, white people, blue hair, blonde, we don't, we, we feel bad for them. Unlike these uncivilized Arabs, it, uh, it's just revealing. You know what I mean? It's just revealing. There was one more thing. 
uh, there was an article, uh, it was a Telegraph article, I'm not sure where the quote comes from, if the quote comes from the writer uh, himself or herself, or if it came from like someone they were talking to, I tried to click, I tried to read the article, but I had to pay to read it, fuck that, I ain't paying you Telegraph, so uh, here's what the quote says, they seem so like us, this is what makes it so shocking, war is no longer something visited upon impoverished and remote populations, it can happen to anyone, right, Daniel Hannon, so again, fuck y'all motherfuckers, at least there's one person, one person who knows how to treat this topic with respect, subtlety, you know, and um, and nuance. <laughs> no, no, Dr. Food. Leave it to Dr. Food to show the international media how to cover an international conflict such as this one. Dr. Food, Dr. Food. Hey, Russia and hey, Ukraine. What do you want to do with them? I'm going to do with And I'm just waiting for Dr. Food Yahalla, but now world peace. It was like a beef struggle. <laughs> Everyone's watching. It's not there yet. We got it, baby. Yalla, halla dua. Both are together now. Stand up, guys. Stand up. Elijah, stand up. Stand up. On the last episode, we talked about the old Lebanese vintage commercials, and then I promised Nur the intern that we would watch a Kamil Asmar prank from Taishu Tekul I called him Kamal in the last episode and I've not been able to forgive myself. I have not slept properly for the past 10 days because I called Kamil Kamal. And I apologize, Kamil, genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Uh, do you, have you guys ever seen a Taishu Tekul skit or prank? Never. This guy is my favorite. He, he is a Lebanese treasure as far as I'm concerned. His pranks are the funniest. Now, this is an 11-minute clip. We're not going to watch the whole thing, but we got to watch the beginning for full context. You guys, might, the first two minutes might be a little bit boring. Trust me. Stick with it till the end. This was a classic. He's still going. He's still doing pranks on TV or on YouTube, I think. Like, Camille is a fucking hero. Batal. I'm sorry for the quality. This is an old-ass video. Best trust me. It is fucking hilarious. Um, interns, enjoy. Uh, this is a history lesson for you guys. Kamil Asmar is a Lebanese legend. Just to give you guys some context, uh, they've invited over this guy, the guy in the orange shirt. He's being pranked. Teje Massil, all he knows is he's an actor. He's coming to act a scene with Kamil and the rest of the people. So they're pranking an actor. So let's see what happens. <laughs> 
شاغل انت قبل كنت في احنا عندنا غاز نعم فعندنا دور منيح يعني يعني باري بس قطش صغيره بس بارزه اكيد ما صهين ما في زوم وقريت يعني انا بقول لك شو تقول بس بدنا رد فعل حلو منك معك نهائيا يعني؟ لا مش نهائيا بدك تيجي عند دومازال على اساس ضيع ضيع حدا نعم ضيع حدا او عين الحادث مثلا تيجي بتقول لك وين سارجن؟ خبريني شو بوجا بدك تقول لك راح على كلمه راح بدي منك تنفعل وتعيط وتصرخ ويغط على الوقت ايه بكبوا عليك كبايه مي بتوع كبايه مي؟ انه واحد كيف بس يغيب عن الوعي ما بيصفقوه بالمي ليوعى اوكي 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 فهمت علي ما بدنا نعملها مره اوكي اوكي فينا؟ يلا ربيع وين بدك التصوير؟ هون نفس اللقطه كرستين فاذا كرستين اما كرسي بس يغط قلبه بتركضه بتقعدوا على كرسي بدك يعني صرخ يعني؟ انه بدك تصرخ وتنوهل يعني كيف المراه وقتها بتصير بتصير معها شيء مصيبه بتصير تصفق بحالها وهيك وبتغيب عن الوعي عرفت كيف؟ نعم انه انت نفس الشيء يعني وبالاخر انه بدنا نوعيك بالمي نحن اوكي اوكي ذا بلوند ليدي وذ كاميل شي دزنت جيت انف كريدت شي فاكينج اميزنج شي از باد اس يعني شي از بارتنر She's a key part of all of these pranks. She's she's such a badass. I don't know her name. بيغمى عليك بتوقع على الأرض. بشلوك بحطه. على. بس وصل أنت لا تحكيني. بوقف. آه. بيغمى عليك بتوقع على الأرض. بشلوك بحطه على كرسي. بيصفقوك مطلوعة. بتبعي كبيت ماي. توقع. شو بوجان؟ شو بوجان هاي. Okay. ما بدنا العيدة مرة واحدة. Okay. بس بس تغيب عن الوعي يعني غيب عن الوعي نغمض عيونك وهيك اوكي انا بصفقك وهيك تيجي من هونيك دغري جاي بدك تطمن شو The build-up is worth it. I promise. I hope so. You guys are young zoomers. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
طب لحظه بيتك قريب بيتك قريب بعيد بيتي طب ما في هون حدا ترجع تجيب تيب من عنده هيك على اساس جاي عرقان يلا مشيت شعراتك ورجع يلا هيك قول راسك هيك انت كمان انا شفت مي يلا حبيبي يلا شو باكله خي شو باكله مجنون انت خلص ما بدك تشتغل ولا ما بدك تشتغل الا معك هيك بس كبيت مي مش شطط خلص طيب هلا عد لي اياها انه جاي عرقان الا جاي ركض وعرقان شو بوجهان يلا روح مش دي مشينا يلا What did you expect the second time? You know what I mean? Why is he shocked? Turn on your mic when you want to talk. Oh, I love that the black guy's name is Toyota. He's such a bad actor. At my edit, wow, he's so angry. Bro, he was about to beat that woman's ass, man. Like, he was about to fucking smack the shit out of her. And Haram Toyota. Like, I'm sure he almost said, like, the N word, like, three times for Toyota. Toyota, I love you. Hopefully, you're still around. Uh, he's got a. I'd love to show you guys one of these things, maybe once a month or something. What did you guys think of Kamil Asmar and. This the the bucket prank. It's a classic. Like and I was trying at my and I'm I thought it's gonna be some lame ass shit. But that was really funny. And it is lame. It's just very simple. Yeah, I mean, that's all of his pranks are Anjed. They're genius. There's a couple Anjed. There's one in a restaurant with someone else where he pretends that he knows him. It's hilarious. There's one in a supermarket with a broom. There's a whole list. But. He's getting angry like the third time he runs out like he's like I'm all soaked Guys it's time to play Pokemon Smash or Pass Now I, this is a trend This has been on YouTube for like the past week and a half or two weeks Um I think Markiplier is his name. He's the first YouTuber to do this. Um, he went through like all like 900 Pokemon 
basically to see if he would smash or pass him. So we're going to play this game together. So uh, we're going to go through all, I think, all 151 original Pokemon and see who we're going to smash and who we're going to pass on. Uh, we'll go Pokemon by Pokemon, and each of us takes turns to just say smash or pass, and then we'll, you know, play along with us uh, at home. You know what I mean? Let us know who you'd smash and who you'd pass. And if we passed on a Pokemon you totally smashed, let us know. Bulbasaur, um, I would pass. 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 Uh, Ivysaur, pass. 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 Venusaur, pass. Pass, obviously. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but you hesitated. Uh, Charmander, I would pass. Pass. This guy looks like pass, two. Uh, Charmeleon, pass. Smash, actually. Why did you get the young version of these Pokemon? But they There's evolved. Like adult versions of them. But they evolved, bro. Don't, um, you, don't you understand Pokemon? I know, but I know. So I would pass on Charmeleon. I would smash. You would smash Charmeleon? Yeah, he looks like he looks older. So, no. okay. Inta. Look. Okay, Charizard, that's a definite smash for me. Smash. Pass. <laughs> you wanna fuck Charizard? Jesus, man. Okay, Squirtle, pass. 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 War Turtle, pass. pass. Uh, Blast Toys, I would also pass. I'm not pass. a turtle. Pass. Uh, Caterpie, pass. Pass. Metapod, pass. Pass. Butterfree, pass. Pass. These look too young. Don't get into age right now. These are po these are animals. Yeah, they look like miners. Yeah, they look like babies. Weedle, pass. Pass. Kakuna. Kakuna looks like a dildo. Pass. 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 Uh, Beedrill, pass. Yeah. Too many spikes. Uh, Pidgey, pass. pass. It's just a bird. Uh, Pidgeotto, pass. 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 Pidgeot, pass. Pass. Actually, I might fuck Pidgeot. What? I'll I'll smash Pidgeot. Okay. They have the long man with the long. It's a very regal Pokemon. I've had him. This is a great Pokemon. Rattata, pass. Pass. Radicate, pass. Pass. Um, uh, Spiro, pass. Pass. Fero, pass. 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 Uh, Ekans, pass. Smash. Ekans? Nah, mm. pass. Arbok, pass. Yeah, smash that. He looks cool. Smash. I don't I? fuck with no snakes. Uh, Pikachu, pass. Pass. Uh, Raichu, pass. Pass. Uh, Sandshrew, pass. pass. Sand slash pass. pass. Smash. Too many spikes and well, spikes. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's dangerous. No. Nidoran. I would pass on Nidoran. Pass. Nope. Nidorina. Pass. Mm -hmm. Nido Queen. I'd like me a queen. I'm a smash Nido Queen. Like she has a big mouth. Pass. Pass or smash it though. Uh, Nidoran. Uh, pass. pass. Nidorino. Pass. pass. Nido King. I would pass. Pass. Come and pass. The last two Gavin pass. Well, the fairy? Uh, <laughs> pass, definitely. I ain't done nothing creepy with this Clefairy. <laughs> what are you guys thinking? Pass. pass. Uh, Clefable, though. Mm, I'd smash Clefable. I'm sorry. It's happening. Pass, no. I'm getting visual. I can't tell you. Smash. Uh, you have to imagine, bro. <laughs> Don't imagine it. It's fucked up. Uh, Vulpix, pass. Pass. Uh, Elijah. Pass. Nine tails. Smash. Yeah. So far, that is the biggest smash I would give us probably smash. to nine tails. So nine tails is a definite smash. Jigglypuff pass. 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 Wigglypuff pass. pass. Uh, Zubat pass. 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 Goldbat pass. pass. Oddish pass. pass. Gloom pass. Super pass. Vile plume. Pass. 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 But it's just. I could eat it. It looks like shrooms. A uh, Paris pass. 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 Parasect pass. Mm -mm. Venonat pass. Uh, Venomoth. Mm. Pass. Path. 
Pass. 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 It's tiny. Uh, Diglett. Diglett. Pass. Pass. Doug Trio. Pass. Uh-uh. It's a trio. It's like Meowth. A... Pass. Pass. Smash. Uh, Persian. Ooh, Persian looks like Nala from Lion King. And if you yeah. know me, you know I'd fuck. I'd, I'd smash me some Nala. So Persian, you getting a smash, buddy? I agree. Yeah. You smashing Persian? Yeah. Psyduck. Passing. Pass. Golduck. Pass. 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 Mankey. Definitely pass. Passing on Mankey. What are you guys doing with Mankey? Yeah. Uh, Primeape. Pass. pass. Growlithe. Pass. Smash. Smash. Arcanine. Definite smash. smash. I'll pass on Growlithe. Arcanine. I have a Blaine's Arcanine Pokemon card. I've been wanting. I wanted it my whole childhood. I never had it. Then I bought it off eBay a few years ago and put it in my Pokemon album and just felt like I filled a hole in my heart. Fucking love Arcanine. Oh, shit. Uh, Poliwag. Pass. 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 Uh, Poliwhirl. Pass. Polyrath, pass. Abra, pass. Kadabra, pass. Alakazam, pass. Machop, pass. Machoke, pass. Machamp, I think I know where this is going. This guy can pleasure us at the same time. He's got four arms. Yeah, I'm smashing Machamp, man. He can keep me busy. Bellsprout, pass. Weeping Bell, pass. Actually, I'll do Weeping Bell. I'll smash Weeping Bell. She's uh, been designed specifically yeah. for it. <laughs> I was so, just gonna mention that. Unfortunately, <laughs> Victory Bell, hell no, because that's got teeth. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Tentacool. What the fuck? No, but he, he is cool. Uh, Tentacruel, no. Pass. Nope. Geodude, pass. Nope. Graveler, pass. Pass. Golem, pass. pass. Oh. Ponita, pass. Smash. No, it's Smash Ponita. I'd pass Ponita, but Rapidash, ooh. Smash. Rapidash, I'm coming for you. I'm smashing that. Slowpoke, pass. Smash. Pass. Smash Slowpoke. Slowbro, pass. Pass. Magnemite, pass. Pass. Magneton, pass. pass. Farfetch'd, pass. Pass. Dodio, pass. Uh, uh, Dodrio, pass. Seal, pass. pass. You guys. Uh, Dugong? Nuh-uh. Smash! Dugong, look at what a classy seal that is. Oh, Dugong, you getting it hard, babe? Grimer, pass. pass. Muck, pass. pass. Shelder, pass. pass. Cloyster, pass. Yep, pass. pass. Ghastly, pass. pass. Hunter, pass. pass. Gengar, pass. Onyx, smash. definite smash. It's my favorite definite Pokemon. Smash. Yeah, that, that is like an alpha... Love Pokemon. Love that guy. Yeah, I love Onyx. Onyx is the shit. Drowsy, pass. pass. Hypno, pass. pass. Hip- yeah, Hypno's freaky, man. Uh, Krabby, pass. pass. Always pass on crabs, yo. Uh, Kingler, pass. pass. Voltorb, pass. Electrode, pass. pass. Execute, pass. Executor, pass. pass. Cubone, pass. Pass. Jailbait. Uh, Marowak, pass. <laughs> Pass. Hitmonlee. Pass. I'm gonna pass, but I'm gonna hit. Hitmonchan. He's yeah. got like that dress thing. I don't know. It's throwing me off. Yeah, you got like Bruce Lee and and um, yeah, Jackie Chan. Okay. Licky Tongue. Smash. Look at that tongue. Pass. I'll smash Licky Tongue too. <laughs> looks like a freak. You know? Licky Tongue looks like it's down for some weird shit. Coughing. Dad, yeah? Coughing. Pass. Wheezing. Pass. Rhyhorn. Pass. Right on pass. Uh, Chansey. We're smashing Chansey. 
No. Uh, Tangella pass. pass. Kangaskhan pass. pass. Horsey. No, it's too cute. I'm gonna pass on Horsey. Cedra uh, pass. Goldeen. Smash. I'm gonna smash Goldeen. And Seeking as well. Goldeen and Seeking yeah. are both getting smashed. Uh, Staryu. I'm not sure what I would do with it. Pass. Smash. I would pass. You would smash Staryu? <laughs> but you know who I'm definitely smashing? Starmy, baby! Starmy's getting that smash. Hells yeah. Mr. Mime, no. Pass. Scyther, pass. Scyther. Jinx. I would smash Jinx. I wouldn't. She's got her hair did. She's got her dress. Electabuzz, pass. Magmar, pass. Pinsir, pass. Taurus, pass. We're getting some sexy ones now. Magikarp, pass. Uh, smash. How do you say it in English? Uh, Gyarados in English. Yeah, I would yeah. smash the shit out of Gyarados. Mm -hmm. Lapras, I'm smashing too. So Gyarados, I'm smashing. Lapras, if I'm not mistaken, isn't she legendary Pokemon? She's very rare. I'm, not sure. but I'm a smash Lapras. Ditto. Uh, I'm a smash because Ditto can transform into anything. He can transform into Pokemon, maybe even people. I'm a, I'm a fuck Ditto just in case. I'm a smash okay. Ditto. Uh, Eevee. Pass, Pass on Pass. Eevee. Smash the next three. I'm yeah. smashing Vaporeon. I'm smashing Jolteon. I'm smashing Flareon. I have all of them in holographic cards. Hells yeah, baby! <laughs> so we get in the trio. Um, uh, Porygon, pass. Omanite, pass. Omastar, pass. Uh, Kabuto, pass. Kabutops, pass. Aerodactyl, smash. Uh, no, Charizard is gonna fill my dragon uh, <laughs> quota. Snorlax, pass. I love Snorlax, he's too adorable. Articuno, I'm smashing the shit out of you, you beautiful, classy bird. Look at that, mm -hmm. look at that bird. Zapdos, no, too spiky, pass. I love Zapdos, though. Also have the holographic. Moltres, I would smash Moltres. Smash. Moltres, you're getting smashed. Dratini, pass. 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 Dragonair, pass. pass. Uh, final three, Dragonite. Pass. pass. I'm gonna pass on Dragonite. <laughs> Mewtwo. Smash. We're smashing Mewtwo. I'm gonna smash Mewtwo. Uh, Mew, pass. pass. Mew pass. is too beautiful and innocent. Mm. There we go, folks. 151 Pokemon. Let us know if you want us to go through the other generations of Pokemon. We can tackle one different generation. Please don't. <laughs> we can. Come on. This is fun. This is fun. Uh, how about Ash? Catch. How about the like? I would. I would. I would smash Misty if she's over 20 or something. You know. Um, other than that, thank you for joining us. Well, alrighty, guys, thank you for joining us on this special episode 48 of Do Not Worry. Um, as usual, leave a like. If you like the video, uh, leave a comment. Let us know uh, what y'all think about the NFT thing. Would you buy our merch? Would you buy this baby blue hoodie with that little beautiful logo? Would you buy it in black with that colorful logo as well? Would you buy hats? Would you buy t-shirts? Let us know in case we decide to drop some merch and help support the channel. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Help, help us get to 6,000, 7,000, 8,000, 9,000, all the way to 10,000, baby. Want to get to 10K by the end of the year? 10K, baby, 10K. Woo! Uh, what else we got? We got some beautiful patrons. I got some beautiful patrons I want to thank, folks. Beautiful patrons like Jad, Hajj, Tufik, Fakih, Daniel, Nechle, my boy from high school. Danny, thank you for, for helping us out. Antonio Jmeil, The Network, LB, Karim, Belade, Nicolas Malouf, Mark Kiwen. Thank you, guys. Enzo S., and some superhero patrons, folks, like Nadine Najla, like, like Ahmad and Lamia, like Rami Gharib, like Elita Weed, like Kevin Massad, like Mocha Bara, Rasha Audi. Honestly, you guys, I love you guys so much. I love our patrons. 
Um, uh, and if you guys want to support us on Patreon, help this channel grow and survive, please consider supporting us. Other than that, interns, any 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 last words? Bye. <laughs> Great, <laughs> folks. With much love, uh, we bid you a do not worry. <laughs>